lend us your ears like sweet little dears. It's time for a story with Nali Bali. The Hyena and the Seven Little Kids. Once upon a time, there was an old granny goat who looked after seven little kids. She loved them with all her heart and they were a very happy family. One day, there was nothing to eat. The kids looked at their granny and bleated. We're hungry, Coco! So even though a grandmother never wants to leave her kids alone, Gogo decided to go into the forest to find some food. Dear children, don't open the door for anyone. There is a crafty old hyena who will gobble you up if you let him in, warned Gogo. He might try to trick you and disguise himself, but you will know him by his rough voice and dark foretold paws. Don't, don't worry, Gogo. We will be careful. It was not long before there was a knock at the door. A rough voice called out. Open the door, dear children. It's me, your Gogo. Back from the forest with some food for you. The little kids looked at each other with wide eyes. Oh no, you're not our Gogo. And, and we will not open the door. Gogo has a soft voice and yours is rough. You are the crafty old hyena. Go away. Go away. Oh yes, it was the crafty hyena and he knew just what to do. He crept off to the shops where he bought a lump of chalk. <laughs> this will make my voice soft. I will trick those tasty little kids. <laughs> then I will have enough to eat to last me the whole week. Laughed the hyena as he swallowed the chalk. He went back to the house and knocked on the door again. Open the door, dear children. It's me, your gogo. Back from the forest with some food for you. It sounded just like Gogo's soft voice. The kids were about to open the door when they spotted the hyena's four-toed paws through the keyhole. The little kids looked at each other with wide eyes. Oh no, you're not our Gogo and we won't not open the door. Gogo has hooves, not four-toed paws. You are the crafty old hyena. Go away! Again, hyena knew just what to do. He ran straight to the baker. I've hurt my paws. Rub some dough over them for me, Mr. Baker. The poor baker was terrified and did just what he was told. Then the hyena ran Quickly to the miller, on her smooth, dough-covered paws, loudly he barked. Now sprinkle some white flour over those paws. 
This old hyena is up to no good. He wants to trick somebody, thought the miller to himself. And then he said in a very brave voice, No, Mr. Hyena, I will not. If you don't do it, I will eat you up right now. So the miller argued no more and Hyena got what he wanted. For the third time, Hyena went to the house. He knocked on the door. In his soft voice, he said, Open the door, dear children. It's me, your gogo, back from the forest with some food for you. By now, the little kids were hungry. First, show us your hooves, so that we are sure it's really you, gogo, called the little kids through the keyhole. Hyena knelt at the doorstep and held out a flowery white paw. It's Gogo! cried the little kids. They opened the door. And who came in? <laughs> now I've got you! The poor little kids tried to hide. The first slid under the table. The second climbed into the cupboard. The third hid under a blanket. The fourth and fifth crept under the curtains. The sixth hid behind a dustbin and the seventh jumped into the oven. Hyena swallowed all but the youngest in six greedy gulps. Then with a full tummy he slunk off into the bushes and found a soft spot to rest. Soon he was fast asleep and snoring loudly. When Gogo came hurrying home from the forest, what did she see? Everything was upside down. Where are you, my little kids? Called Gogo to her precious little kids. Only the youngest one answered in a tiny, quivering voice. Gogo, I'm here, in the oven. The youngest kid told Gogo, how they had been tricked by the wicked hyena and that hyena had gobbled her brothers and sisters one by one. <sighs> we will find him. I know exactly where that rascal is. Before long, they had spotted the sleeping hyena. <laughs> Something was moving and struggling in his great big belly. Run home and fetch me some scissors and a needle and thread, whispered Gogo. Quick as a flash, the youngest kid did what Gogo asked. Snip, went the scissors. Out popped one little head, then another. In no time at all, six kids tumbled onto the ground. Shh, quickly, go and fetch some big stones so that we can fill up his belly. The seven kids trotted off and soon came back with seven big stones. One by one, they placed the stones into the belly of the sleeping hyena. 
Then Gogo sewed him up. Who's tricking who now, Mr. Hyena? <laughs> and with that, they left the old rascal lying there, snoring loudly. The seven little kids and their Gogo went home to cook a delicious meal on the fire. The scoundrel hyena was never seen in those parts again. But that didn't stop the seven little kids from being extra careful whenever they were away from their Gogo. The seven little kids grew wise and clever and were never tricked by hyena or scoundrels like hyena ever again. And so we come to the end of today's story on Nali Bali. I'm Celia Malane. If you would like more stories to read, visit nalibali.mobi on your cell phone. That's nalibali.mobi. You can also get Nali Bali supplement with great stories and activities available every Tuesday in the Dispatch, Wednesday in the Times, and Thursdays in the PE Herald. Thank you to the producers, Leon Fisser, Cassie Lowers and Kim Winter.